Welcome to Hellas Football Podcast, episode 36. I'm your host, George. Let's get started. Nico, how are you? Ah, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. More, more wins. More, more wins yeah. for all my teams, in fact. Good Easter as well. Oh, yeah. Well, as always. Can't as complain. Always. Lots of food and a few metres away from ScoMo. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Eh? Good old ScoMo. Um, if people don't know ScoMo, is that's the uh, Prime Minister of Australia. Um, anyway, Theo, Hadzi, how are you, dude? Yeah, so George, I'm doing well, doing yeah. very well. Like like Nick, like yourself, I've uh, put on a bit of weight, so I've got to lose it before Nick's wedding, I think, towards the end of the year. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Lots of kilos over the last couple of weeks, that's for sure. I'm, I'm still feeling it, feeling the effects. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, we didn't record a podcast last week. Um, there wasn't much football, um, and we all decided to have a, give ourselves a nice little break over the Easter period. But... Um, Coming back, there's a whole heap of things to talk about. Uh, the Greek Cup, the final will be Panathinaikos versus Balk on May the 21st. Um, after both those teams progress through their um, uh, their semi-finals against uh, Lamia and Olympiakos, respectively. I can't wait, Nico. I can't wait for this. I was going to say that's Balk fans must must be Panathinaikos fans. Sorry, must be jumping up and down. This is the first time you've been in the cup. Or, yeah, since since the year we won it, 2014. Since, since the year you won it, so eight seasons 2014. ago. 2014. And ironically, the opponents that day were bulk. Yes. There and you it go. was a, a famous 4-1 win with Marcus Berg scoring a hat-trick. Well, there you go. Eh? So, uh, look, that's a big one. Bulk, uh, other cup. Um, oh, it's second nature for bulk, the yeah. cup in recent years. Yeah, so they've been making the cup final for the last few years straight there. So they'll also be um, having a chomp um, at the bit there. Um Season isn't over in the Super League, but this is the one thing that they can uh, surely uh, look to get their hands on. Particularly with, particularly with the disappointment of getting knocked out of the, out of the yeah of the uh, conference league of the yeah. conference league. So yeah, yeah they'll, they'll so, put everything into that. Yeah, and so they should. Yeah, it so. kind of caught me by surprise the way they got through in the game against you guys, actually, because it went to extra time, and you're so used to away goals not counting <laughs> yeah. everywhere else, but. Uh, it's yeah. a good thing. I think they should count. Oh, look, I think they should count too. Um, it, it's interesting how they count in one league, in one system. Yeah. They don't count in another, and it, it, it's all a bit of a mess. But Olympia, of course, were their own worst enemies in that game, so they didn't deserve to go through. And um, that's that's the way the cookie crumbles, I guess. Um, well, like I said weeks back, I would have pre- preferred to face Olympia, of course, over Paul, honestly. Well, you guys, are, you guys are on fire, man. So it, it just... But we haven't lost to you guys across three games this season, whereas Polk have beaten us twice and, in the and, regular season. And you're undefeated in the playoffs in the last po- in the last few the only period. Team, the only team undefeated so, in the playoffs. It's going to so be a good game. You're on a nice roll um, football-wise there for we, yourselves. Um, we, we said back back then, though, remember, we played on a Genesis Karadica. Then it was... Oh, I, I even forget who it was after. It wasn't an Agenesis straight into Lamia. I feel like it's. You guys, have, you it guys was, had a good run. You it guys was. had a good run. Had a soft run. Doesn't that's, matter. that's the point I'm trying to make. And yeah. Against Artis, not Artis, sorry, against uh, Lamia mm-hmm. uh, in the cup, 3 0 on aggregate, it honestly could have been a lot more, especially in the first league. Yeah. The damage was done ultimately in that layer. Psychologically, we were well on top. We could have won that game 5 6 0 yeah. with the chances we had. It was only one. But, you know, at least we went to, away to Lamia. And we got a solid junior win uh, with Ioannidis scoring again. And I'm not sure if you saw the fans in that game because they weren't allowed in. No, what happened? So it was, they actually got a decent crowd, Lamia, but no Banathanaikos fans were allowed. So what Gate 13 did, they kind of got on top of the stadium, climbed up, like <laughs> sort of outside the stadium, but still like <laughs> part of it sort of looking in. Yeah, okay. Good on them. That's all right. I, I don't understand. There were, few. there were a fair few. They should just close up a bay and let them in. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, fuck no. Anyway. Well, something we'll get onto in our league game against We will. Yeah, we will talk about that soon because that is some news that, you're, uh, that you've got there. So, yeah, look, going into the other match, um, Balk and Olympia, of course, um, it was a draw. It went into extra time there for myself. Uh, kudos to Balk. They never stopped fighting for it. Um, the damage was done in... Yeah, obviously you can see the way goal, and that's that's how that's how it goes. So, um, congratulations to both Balk and Pathnakos, and um, 
we'll talk about the game when it gets closer, obviously, and uh, we'll build it up and uh, see the ins and outs and see who's in form and whatnot um, in a few weeks' time. So May 21st is the final there. All right. Uh, moving into the Super League itself there. Um We'll keep up with you, Nickel, here, Bath. And, of course, 1-0 winners undefeated in the playoffs um, over Artis. Um, you've got to be happy with your form. Huh? I am. I am. I'm over the moon with our form. This, and especially the thing that impressed me the most about this one is that I don't think it was our best performance. But we yeah. still managed to find a way to win. I mean, we're still, we still we, – we attacked. We stuck to our principles. But the team's also settled as well, and that plays a huge role. That's yeah. something one, we haven't had yeah. for a long time. Sorry, Nick. The only thing I was going to line up everywhere. Sorry, Nick, to interrupt. I was just going to say the only thing I was sort of um, disappointed with is that maybe Panathinaikos didn't score more goals after the red card. Yeah, I think that was probably just being a bit more ruthless. You know, the only Um, good thing is now because it's it's head to head in Greece, and now we we have Artis's measure in the head to head. If it was to get to that. That's right. Yeah, yeah no, they, they had Kamara was sent off. I uh, got a yellow card in the 40 second. They weren't too and, bad artists themselves. The, as the Theo was saying, down at 10 men, they were okay. Yeah, considering yeah. just got sent okay, off in half, just before half time and you guys had a whole half there. But I mean, you scored the goal. I'm happy yeah. with our form, like you said. And we're, we're on a great uh, unbeaten streak. I think it's 10 games now. It's, it's something ridiculous now, which is really good. But you look at our upcoming games and it's Ike away, Olympiacos away, Falk away. So big tests are still to come. We're in third at the moment. It's going to be still lots of twists and, and turns to and come. Bulk, and bulk in the cup final again. But yeah, lots yeah, of twists so, and turns to come. So you've got a big month of football coming up here. Look, Massive month, yeah. And it's, it's great, at least. Something to look at least forward we're, to. Not, yeah, exactly. We're not just – the season's not petering out, as we're fearing. A couple yeah, of weeks, well, that's right, back. yeah. So for, you us, look at for us, anyway, well, unlike I'm, you guys. Well, uh, for us, it's petering out, but it's just weird now. I mean, Basiani knows things. It's all over for them anyway. Um, but for yeah. the rest, for Bath Nakos, Artis and Aik, there's still uh, plenty to play. Even Bulk, to be honest, can get, could possibly get dragged we, into I, it. If I they... was thinking that. It's only six points, but at the moment, they've got us on their head-to-head. If, and yeah. We, we, yeah, it's unlikely. Okay. It's yeah. unlikely we catch them. We're going to yeah. have to – we would have to beat them at Tumba. Well, they'd have to lose. They'd have to yeah. pretty much lose all their matches, their yeah. coming matches. There, they've it's also unlikely. got. A, they've also got a match in hand as well. Look, um, from the start the of the season, one. exactly the start of the season, we had the inconsistencies in the games, the points we threw away. Third and a and a cup win. Oh, I'd absolutely take it. Yeah, perfect. All right, well, moving on. Uh, Bulk won all with Aik Athens. Um, Amrabat opened up the scoring in the fifteenth minute and. Not even uh, 15 minutes later, Kolak got the equaliser. A few yellow cards in that um, afterwards, but that's all it uh, wrote in that match there. Yeah. I yeah. think it's just a bit with Bulk. Like, they're in the league, they're, they're on a pretty poor run themselves because you're fearing they're going to catch you guys, but they, they really, they never were, which is a shame because you guys have been so patchy and they haven't been able to put a run together themselves. And, and this is the crazy thing. I mean, this is how crazy it is with Olympiacos, right? We're talking about probably one of, I wouldn't say the worst season Olympiacos had, but they've, they've had, they haven't had oh, a the cons- worst in about three years. They haven't had a consistent season, yeah. but they're still 13 points in the lead. It uh, says more about the rest of the league. And they've only lost two games all season. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So it's crazy. It's crazy to think about, like, when we talk about, because you, you jump online and everyone's slamming Olympia, of course, saying they're on, they're, they're sliding, they're sliding, they're going, they're falling, they're Peter, they're, they're going in free fall. And well, if, maybe the next season, if it get, carries in, then absolutely. Well, yeah. Well, of course, if it carries a crossover to next season. Which is well, possible. Well, it all depends. It's going to be a big, big season or off season coming up for the team. Uh, speaking of Olympia, of course, had a 3 2 win over Pasianina. Um, El Arabi and Rodriguez opened up the score in the 6th and 43rd minute. They won Parea, just pulled one back just before half time. Uh, in the 80th minute, Schneider got an equaliser for him, and a Ronnie Lopez uh, won the goal in deep in injury time. Yeah, eighth minute. Difference, yeah. yes, was the difference there. Now, Stephen couldn't make it today, um, but he, uh, Stephen kind enough to leave um, his thoughts on it. Uh, it was a frustrating match overall. We found uh, we allowed Bus back into the game when we probably should have comfortably won in Pireas. Thankfully, we were saved by a wonder strike from Ronnie Lopez. 
who ha- who probably hasn't been given enough chances to show his quality this season. Hopefully, this gives us a huge boost to get the job done against Bauk at Tumba this Wednesday night. Side note, um, I went from being ready to have a grumpy rest of the afternoon to celebrating like we won the Champions League, such as my relief uh, at winning our first match in a month. And that's the thing. Like, the team's been all over the shop, but they're not... They're not... It's weird. I don't understand this Olympiaco side. Like, you look... If you just look at the numbers, the statistics... It's a decent season. Um, but then if you watch the game on the weekend, we should have smashed them by four or five goals. But um, George, do you think the mentality now is that – I think they just look around at these other sides and like, you know, bulk. It, it, it happened last year as well. Yeah, like they just get complacent and they think, yeah, yeah. you know what, let's just take the foot off the brake and, you know, cruise. But I don't, you know, it's. Just, I, I, th- I yeah. think I think it's a bit of that. I think it's an aging squad. The guys that yeah. were doing the job for us uh, once upon a time, um, and they're just one little bit behind. Uh, Masuras has gone back to just absolutely missing opportunity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, and you know, yeah. we always said that this <laughs> this guy would be a superstar. It'd be Greece's version of Cristiano Ronaldo if he could put away, you know, mm. half his chance. He's had some moments for Greece, Masuras, but it's just not enough. But, but um, he's he's offside by a foot. He's he should be last. Yeah, he blasts, yeah. well, the guy's got professional paid, footballer. The, the guys are yeah. the guy's an athletic beast. So it's not like he's slow or anything. He can give people like he's just got all the attributes, but he does all these Malakias through games. Um, yeah. And it. Um, kind of bites us in the ass. Um, Envia, Bukhalakis, uh, Carvalho have all, you know, mixed in there. Um, Camara isn't the same player that he was um, previously for us. Valbuena is ageing. Um, Fortunis has disappeared. So has Manolas. Um, they're not even starting. Mm-hmm. Fortunis was an unused sub. Manolas wasn't even on the bench. Um Vrusa is starting as a right back. We still can't find the right back. There's a lot of things going against going against this side. Self inflicted, obviously, um, but they're still finding ways to win or draw. I, I still can't get over the money last sign while he's injured. And he played. That's the thing. We we signed him and we played him. Maybe we shouldn't have played him. Maybe they should have just signed him and just yeah. He was battling with injury. I just. Yeah, oh, and obviously a, now we've seen that yeah. it's quite it's quite a bad. It, it must be something yeah. because he's, he was been on the bench for a while. He was mm. excluded from the ethnic your mother side because of injury. Yeah, that's right. And now he's not even on the bench. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting, interesting yeah. to see. Um, Before you let this all go with uh, the playoffs, I mm-hmm. wanted to mention that there were artist fans from Super Three in attendance. Sorry, yeah, Nick. No, that's all right. That's all right. What, what was that about? Yeah. So what that was about, I was uh, informed by uh, Visionary at Thirteen. So it's uh, at Thirteen Visionary uh, on Twitter. If you want to come across him, um, he actually informed me that the two uh, fan bases have an agreement in place where. Panathinaikos fans were actually allowed inside the Cleanthes uh, Vikelidis Stadium earlier this season when we played Artis. So we returned the favour. Okay. And cool. I think it was also to do with Alkis that, that passed away as well. With the young guy that passed away. Yeah. Yeah. But it was good. It was all great to see, like, having away fans. It just adds another element to the atmosphere. Of course it does. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What, what I'd give to see that every weekend. So um, what are the haters going to call you guys now? Are you guys Olympiacos C or...? <laughs> You know, yeah, Alafuzos is a governor. Yeah, well, that's it. So, I mean, are you guys are you guys going to be called Olympiacos by the Park fans and uh, whoever loves to call Artis Olympiacos B or C? And, I don't know. Look, um, on a serious note, they they should open up the away base for all fans in all games. I understand that there's. Oh, I understand. I understand that there's social. I want issues. them to, but yeah, the social issues. There's social issues, but you gotta, you can't hide from them, and that's the problem. And I feel that they do that a lot in Greece. They just hide from it. It's too hard, so they just lock them out. And, and then, like, but then they just put them up, bang, open them. 
they got to. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. Open up a bay. Open up a bay. Fill it with security. Say this is it. You've got five hundred tickets. You got to pre-sell them. They'll meet up. They'll probably meet up outside the grounds. Yeah, but yeah, that's yeah, Carla, that's but out they'll of meet the up. They'll meet up outside the grounds if they want. Anyway, if you're getting yeah. fans going to watch the cup match and they're standing on the stadium's roof, what happens if the roof? This is Greek football, so I can't imagine yeah. the stadium well, in Lamia is anything decent. So if it this, collapses, this the what other happens thing. then? This is the other thing, Panathinaikos and Bulk. Now, the, the cup final, what an atmosphere that's going to be. Uh, if they play at Oaka, which I'm hearing they will. They will play. You're yeah. going to have, what, over in excess of 60,000, 70,000 fans there. Exactly. So what it, you... it probably, yeah, because they're going to, don't forget, they'll leave the middle base open, like vacant, because yeah. they'll have to leave some space between the two sets of support. That's right. Yeah. It's going to be a that's great fine. atmosphere. That's fine. Oh, surely they don't continue this. Uh, trend of you know not allowing away fans in. At some point, it's they're just, just going to have to bite the bullet and say, "Look, let's have you know, even if it's not five hundred allocations, like just halve it and then let them, or just slow it, slowly, slowly increase it." Like, it's, it's weak. Just, yeah. it's, it's Greek football's weak mentality. They don't like addressing issues like this. They wait. They wait. They wait. How many times have they not made a judgment call on? Points deductions. Artis oh, yeah. got, got, yeah, and got their points back right at the death because they didn't think Offie was going to make it. And then, you know, Bus would have lost their points if Offie didn't make the playoffs and they wouldn't have been given them back. Um, Artis got their points and the only right reason at the they death. made it, yeah. Um, Bowl got their points years ago with the Xanthi stuff. Um, back right, because it was all thrown out, but Xanthi didn't appeal, so they yeah. didn't get their points yeah. back. So they and went really, down and went down, come back up since. And a strike that's right. So it's just like they even just, the thing with the bulk president taking the gun onto the field and, and uh threatening the referee. Yeah, I mean, he, like prime he, example. He, he got banned for star. I think he's still got a stadium banned and he's yeah. in, in Greece from that as well. Yeah, um, Bath Nakos getting deducted points for flares, and now you see. And now, yeah, and, now, and now you're seeing flares left, right, and centre back yeah. in Greek football, and it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. No, it's not. Yeah, that's it, right. But it like, is, it's a great thing. The the inconsistencies, like you can't, hypocrisy central. Well, because that year when Bathnakos were just getting deducted points for even oh, just like fucking what a mess. doing yeah. whatever they were, they couldn't do anything right that season. And it was just a mess. It was just unfortunate rubbish, but it, it set the club back so far. Mm. Um, I remember back then, we're talking now five or so years ago, where it was, I think we got three points deductions in a season. That was the same season where we couldn't get a license for the next season. Yes, and they had to. The rule was automatic relegation if you lose, if, if you get X amount of points deductions a season. Mm. And the clubs and the license issue, the clubs actually had to vote on our status whether to stay up or go down. Yeah, well, and they well, bent the rules for us to stay up. Yeah, who I think who was it that vote? There was I think Bulk were against it. Bulk were against you, and everyone else were for. Then there are a couple of neutrals, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the majority of the bigger yeah. clubs were all for again, like for it. So it's just weird, like. Again, you can't bury your head in the sand with social issues in Greece. And football is such a beautiful thing where you, you can just deal with situations where if two groups of fans can get together and make arrangements and then the clubs allow it, then surely other groups can do that. Surely they can start moving across into that and getting uh, bigger people involved. I mean, a lot of these, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It, it just needs to, the, the, the third world thought process needs to end if uh, Greek football is going to thrive. But anyway, I digress. Um, in the relegations, actually, well, we'll talk about the, the ladder there. So it is Olympiakos on 73 points, Balk on 60, Barthanaikos 54, Aris 53, Aik 52, Pasianina 43. Uh, Olympiakos play Balk uh, in Tumba uh, in a day or two's time. If they win that match, they will be crowned champions. So... Um, if that doesn't excite the players to go play one of their rivals away from home and uh, knowing what a win will do, nothing will ever excite this month, this bunch of guys. Uh, Martin's um, lots of rumours or innuendo and all that going on about him, but um, I think that's exactly what it is for now, considering he just signed a new contract as well. 
Um, relegation zone. Ofi uh, went down to Panetolikos 1-0 at home. Uh, Volos Atromitos 1-0. Lamia had a big win over Astelas 2-0, which um, gave them some breathing space. And Ionikos, who have been doing well in this little uh, relegation zone, uh, 5-1 winners over Apollon. So their little bubble has burst as well. Um, for Apollon there. Probably game almost game over now for Apollon. Yeah, I think Look, so. They have been the worst team in the league. They have. The they season. have. They're minus 41 uh, yeah. goal difference, and Lamia's is the second worst. And they play Lamia. They play Lamia this round. There's only two games remaining. So even if they get a win there, they're still only a, they're a point behind with another game to go, which if they don't win there, they're automatically relegated. This was, a big, them, this yeah. was a big match, and they got yep. themselves back to 2-1. Uh, they were 2-0 down at halftime. They pulled one back just after halftime, but then the floodgates opened up, um, and they just copped um, all the goals there. So it could be good as over for Apollon and uh, Big Bad Bubbies with them. Credit there. to Yoni Costa, like you said. They've been the real winners of this uh, playoff. The real winners. We, great we, season overall. We, First had, season we back. had them last, second last. I, I didn't. You didn't? No. I, I, no, I had them a couple of spots, I think, above. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. So um, no, credit to them there. Um, table as it stands, Ofi, 41 points. Asteras, 40. Onikos, 39. Panetolikos, 36. Volos, 36. Atromitos, 32. Uh, Lamia, 24. And Apollon, Spinis on 20. News from the teams down there. Atromitos are looking to extend the deal with their coach, um, Chris Coleman, the Welshman. Um, and oh, there was some other news there. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? And of course, uh, two points off the top, so they can even sneakily um, take over the top there. Uh, that's it for the Greek League there. Um, Nickel, Greek, Greeks abroad. You had some news about uh, Norwich. Well, Norwich have officially been relegated, eh? Oh, I've never been more sadder after an Aston Villa win. So Norwich... It was a weird with- mood. The with whole, their the whole Solis and Yanulis, yeah. So they were on the bench. They then neither came on. Yep. Yanulis uh, was slammed uh, in the lead up to this game by a lot of Villa fans saying, "If he plays, that's the weak link. We target him." Pretty much, just a lot of Villa fans saying he's the worst left back in the history of the Premier League. Yeah, I don't understand that. I mean, yeah. what, what what's the thought process with that? No idea, but he didn't play. Uh, Brendan Williams on loan from Man United, who's been keeping Yanulis out. For the last chunk of this season, played mm-hmm. and we scored our opening goal off a direct mistake from him. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, all the other times when they were getting flogged earlier in the season, when when Yanulis was subbed off at halftime and Williams was coming on, he was getting he was copping the goals as well. But they, think- they've got three, four games left now. Norwich, they're officially relegated. Brendan Williams probably won't be there next season unless Man United decide to loan him back. It will be it in the Championship. Just play played Zolis and Yanulis now. It's over now. Well, yeah, it is. It's pretty much. It over. was a weird, weird mood. I, as I said, I never felt more sad after a win to relegate uh, Dino. Doesn't matter. Ah, oh, there you go. I didn't. I didn't cop the link. <laughs> That's there. what I mean. Yeah, he got a hero's welcome. Sorry, he yes. Out the raw. No opposition coach will ever get that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, look, it'll be interesting to see again. Um, we can speculate what Yanulis and Tolis is, is going to do. I think Yanulis pretty much um, his ticket is uh, marked, unfortunately. I think Tolis, though, being young, um, yeah. might be able to. Um, uh, what's the word? I don't know. Not, not he, he might be able to resurrect his career elsewhere, but I think Yanulis has to, he's going to have to hang around. He's going to, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, hang around. He killed it in the championship for him um, when they were down there for that six-month period, and the fans were raving about him, so they know he can do a job down in, in that uh, league. So it's just a matter of seeing if he's going to be hanging around and being part of that squad. Uh, You'd expect go- a lot of movement with Norwich now that they've gone down. Oh, They'd lose, they're going to lose a fair bit of, yeah, you know, TV money as well. So they, they won't they be get able the to afford that. They get the parachute They payments. get the parachute payments. Yeah. That's why, the, uh, yeah, honestly, but, they'll probably go up again automatically next season. But what, how bad would it be to follow that, a club like that? How much West is it? How much, the parachute payments, 
I've, no idea. There's, I think they last for three seasons. I know that. I, I think it. Oh, really? it's, that's what. That's how we got up. Basically, think, we it, came it, up in our third season. If we it, didn't, we were screwed. It's a stag. Ooh. It's a staggered amount. Um, yeah, it reduces. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, probably like 20, 2015 or something like that. So it's um, it'll yeah, it it'll be big, but it how, won't be enough. They get they get one hundred and fifty. I think they get one hundred and fifty million a season. Oh, the owners are loving it, but this is the, for the fans, it's up, down, up, down. Every season. Fulham's the same. Yeah, Fulham's the yeah. same. They, they had their big seven 0 win this morning, and they yeah. were looking, but what, they were what looking you amazing. Give, for example, to you, when was the last time you guys were up? It's been what seven years now. Well, four, seven, eight years. Four. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, almost a decade. What yeah. you give to be in that? Well, a month a month ago, yeah. six weeks ago, we were sitting pretty in third spot. Now we're yeah. looking at. Was lots. You, Leeds could join you guys down again. Or Everton. Everton will be big. I'd be bigger than ours. Ever- Everton. Be massive. That'd yeah. be huge. Yeah. Even yeah. Le- Ever- Leeds. I don't there. think Everton's never gone down. No, never. Not they- in the Premier League, no. So there you go. Um, Velios is a club. It's, I think it's since the 60s or something, Everton. Yeah, so um, interesting for them there. Yeah. Um, moving on. Dinos Mavropanos um, attracted news this week. West Ham United... Uh, Looking at putting a 25 million um, euro or pound bid um, for the defender. Now, here's the question. And speaking of Greeks, because no Greek has pretty much barred Timikas, and even he's inconsistent yeah. at Liverpool. 25 million would at for a West Ham would mean he's a, he's a starter. All right. Exactly what I was going to say. 25 million. It means his first choice. But it's West Ham, and we don't know, like, no offence to West Ham, but they're one of those clubs that, you know, overperform, um, go hard, and then do an Everton and then just yeah. crash and burn. Yeah. Um, Hadzi, if you were his agent, what would you be pushing? Would you be pushing Dortmund or would you be pushing the uh, the EPL riches? Because, again, if he kills it in the EPL, then, this, then he's going to bigger and better things from West Ham within 12, 18 months. But oh, I, I'm a big fan of the Bundesliga um, yeah. and the competitive nature of it. I mean, you know, you can say the same about the, the Premier League, but it's really about the availability of players of when you, of how if you know you're more than likely to get back into the side or not. That's that's first team. Um, look, I, I think that you know what, and the prospect of having to of playing with probably one of the the yeah, best strikers so on the say. planet at the, at the moment uh, in yeah. um, in Haaland, I think. Um, if I was if I yeah. was him, I'd really be pushing Dortmund. And Dortmund's Bethlehem's known for a good player too. Yeah. And and Dortmund, as you know, uh, Nick, they're very uh, they're well known for developing their their own uh, developing players and, and and pushing them to bigger Socrates, things. So it might be Socrates was there exactly, exactly. Yeah. exactly. And that's I'd be, I'd point. agree. I'd be I'd be yeah, for what it's worth. I'd be pushing Dortmund as well. Hundred percent. I, I wouldn't even think twice. He's had the no. he's had the EPL experience with, uh, with now he can play Arsenal. Champions League. With um, and Arsenal, okay, he wasn't given an opportunity at Arsenal, but he's obviously. I just you see what's going on with the rest of the Greeks in, um, yeah, in the EPL, and unless you're playing for, you know, Liverpool, Chelsea, um, Man City, I wouldn't even say Man United, um, and Chelsea lost the other day to Everton, but do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah. un- unless you're playing for one of those clubs where they're always up top or there or thereabouts, I think going to West Ham is very, very risky because he's going to be a big name signing. He's going to be a big, big money signing, and they're going to have huge expectations. And as we've seen with Janulis um, Tsolis, um, you know, it only ends one way. It only yeah, ends one way. And, yeah. and again, West Ham's one of those clubs where they over, they go hard, and everyone thinks, "Oh, they're going to kick on," and then all of a sudden they tank it, and then they just miss relegation. And the following year they go, they're they're, they're a mad yo-yo, and it's just yeah. too risky. So well, he knows the Bundesliga as well. Stuttgart. Exactly, he knows. He knows it's closer to Greece for him. Uh, a lot of reasons. Champions League. It's the Germans like great players as well. Yeah, the yeah, Germans do like great players. There's a good. Yeah. Everything's there. It's not like you, yeah, exactly. And it's and it's Dortmund, so it's not like yeah. it's um, you know, Wolfsburg. As I was saying before, George, they've they 
Dortmund's got a history of developing yeah. players, so I've got no qualms about them being able to kick him on. Yeah. And then, you know, he might get a big club in the APL later on. Yeah. Never know. Yeah. Exactly. But and I just young. think for the moment, for him, yeah. I think Dortmund's the best option. He's still young. He's still developing. For a centre-back. Game. He's still yeah. growing, so he's got yeah. he's got plenty of time in his hands. Yeah. Um, Hadji, Celtic, Yaku Makis. Uh, he, uh, he came on as a sub yeah. in there. Yeah. Not a one-all draw. Yeah. And I was just quickly scrolling through once a team list came up and mm. like pleasantly surprised that all the fans were saying no, we wanted we wanted GG to start. Um a lot of yeah. a lot of fans wanted him to start. What's what's the thought process in that one? I know he had a knock a few weeks ago and I can't remember what the game was, but he was taken off in I think the twenty seventh minute. It was against St Johnston, he scored and he was taken off. I think he copped an injury. Um I don't – and then, you know, Kyogo's come back and Andrew's just wanted to continually start his – not just him, but he's he's also pushed Daizen Moeda to get him to start as well. And he's sort of just rotated between the two, whether one's playing on the wing or one's playing striker or just swap it all around. Yeah. Um, and then they've just found Yakumaki sitting on the bench. Funnily enough, ever since that game against St. Johnston, I don't think they've been playing all that well. <laughs> you know they lost two one against self against Rangers. Then they have a okay performance against Ross County, and then they've come back home and they've drawn against against um, the arch rivals in the old firm. Yeah. So I just think it's sort of just interrupted the way that they've um, sort of they've, they've, they're approaching games now with him not starting. Um, I don't like him as a sub. sub. The no. way he's been playing, I think he just needs to to start. And build his game throughout throughout the game because that's the sort of a player he is. He gets one chance, he'll get two more, and eventually he'll sink them. On the weekend, the the Japanese striker they started, he had so many chances, George, and he and he, and he was just he was poor. He was really poor, Daisen. He didn't he didn't get any. He, he missed a lot of chances, and chances that I think Yakumaki's at least sinks one of them yeah. if you give him the chance. Yeah. That's just my view. No, that's fair enough. Yeah, it, it was. It, Again, just from reading all the fans, um, a lot of them were disappointed that he didn't start, yeah. and they were hoping that he. Um, and then post match, they were hoping that yeah. he would have come on I, a little I bit don't know earlier. If he's, I don't know if it, if his injury is still bothering him, or you know, Andrew's not wanting him to start for that particular reason, doesn't want to push him or or whatever. But mm. from what I've said before, in terms of the results since they've had him on the bench, it's clearly interrupted. It's clearly interrupted their rhythm some yeah. somewhat. Yeah. I think. So, yeah. Well, we'll see. He's still having a great season with the club and they're still on track to, oh, definitely. to win the uh, definitely to win the Scottish League yeah. there. So um, 100%. We'll, uh, we'll keep everyone posted as things are going. Uh, Duvikas has 32 games, nine goals, three assists. Um, Nico, what do you reckon? It's been a successful season for Ultrek so far, right? Yeah, massively. And yeah. for the player. Yeah. Massively, he's he's another one like like Pavlidis. Yeah, he's got a he he's had less of a chance than Pavlidis though because he's younger. Hopefully, he, that can translate into the S and Yep. I think another one we haven't spoken about in the forward positions because uh, we haven't been on for a couple of weeks is Fundas in America. Yeah, well, he's gone in there and absolutely killed that, eh? Yeah, who's he playing for? Uh, DC United. DC United. Yeah. yeah, he went. He got. He got. He got released a early from goals, his club. Assists, and- yeah. Um, coming off, came off the bench and got a goal and an assist and all that. So, I mean, look, he's a classy player, and I think you know, no disrespect to the MLS, but I think he's going to hopefully uh, tear that league apart and and bring some um, bring some joy to the DC United fans there. So, um, yeah, good on them there. Um, what we forgot to talk about actually was uh, Super League Two. So we'll, yes. quick, we'll quickly touch on that. So we're at the pointy end now. Yeah, so what's happening now as we uh, talk, the season is over for both the North and the South. Um, let me just try to find the, uh, the information. It, whilst, whilst you do that, when we yep. were last on, it was just you and I. And I remember I asked, I said to you, I don't think our B teams can get relegated. Well, it's confirmed. Yeah. Turns out, yeah, it turns out yeah. it is correct that the B yeah. teams can't go down because we would have. 
you would have gone down, yeah. yeah. So, so as it stands now from the North Group, um, Pericos, uh, Olympiacos, Volos, Tricala and Cavala have gone down. And in the South Group, Asteras, Vlachioti, uh, Karaskaki, Rodos and Zakynthos have gone down. And I believe, was it uh, Karaskaki who were the unlucky ones that went down um, as opposed to, yeah, Pathnakos. But um, look, you know, I guess that was the way um, the way it was designed. They so, should have um, just allowed it. Like they should have allowed us to go down to the Gama. Well, that's how I think they do it in Spain. Yeah, they they then allow. The, then the Gama, but becomes messy because they've got like I think eight, is it eight groups? Well, yeah, there's something there's, like eight or see, eight groups. See if, so, uh, because then they do it by I region. Seven, not I think there's seven, there's seven, seven there's seven groups. So we, we've got a team from Cos in there. They just stayed up. In the Gama? In the Gama, yeah, yeah. Oh, actually from Mike Warrior, yeah, in Belize. Oh. Yeah. So, they just stayed up. There were a couple of big clubs in that uh, in that group as well like that have been up before. That have gone up and just kind of fallen well, behind. Not, not only top flight, but also um, Ethnicos. I think they're in the same group as Ethnicos. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. There you yeah. go. So Super League 2 regular season is over. So Veria won the North and Levadiakos won the South, uh, 75 and 72 points respectively. So both teams will face off in a two-legged promotional playoff. The winner yeah. is promoted, um, and obviously whoever comes last is relegated automatically. The loser from this uh, match will play the 13th-placed team um, yeah. to go up. That's to... exactly as we as we had called it back yeah. then when we weren't sure that was the logical way to do it in this mess they created. Now, with the, the four teams that have been relegated, um, so the winner's... Uh, from the seven eth- uh, Gama Ethniki. <laughs> okay, let me start. The, the group. Yeah, but it becomes the, a logistical nightmare. Seven winners will the play. They'll do a little mini league of six rounds and whoever finishes in the top four is promoted. So seven teams will play a mini round um, and whoever finishes in the top four is promoted. Go work that out. Did you get that, Hatsi? Is it about as clear Can as I just blood? say, like, the way that they structure this relegation and promotion in Greece, it's no wonder why Europe is. Europe doesn't take us seriously when it, it comes it, to positions and it, all the rest of it. I'm, I'm, I'm in a thread on Twitter um, with a whole group of boys. Uh, Chuck started that Shout out to Chuck. Um, he's always thinking, um, thinking out loud and sharing his thoughts. And he was talking about do we reset points and all that kind of stuff when we split the leagues, and uh, you know, to try to – or do you have like a set points like whoever's on top starts on 10 points and whoever finishes second starts on seven points and all that kind of stuff. And some, and it, it's a good discussion point, but for the life of me, I just can't think – Super League should be 16 teams. Super League 2 should be 16 teams. Gama Ethniki should be 16 teams. Delta then should be split into Otinane, or even Gama should be split into North and South, and then Delta or whatever you want to call it—I don't even know what you call it these days—could um, be the regional leagues. But you got thirty-six whatever sides in the second division. There, anyway, it's just a mess. It's just over. Yeah, it's just it's, it's just a dog's breakfast. That it, whole it, the whole it's, over, it's, overthought, it's overcomplicated. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of better days in Greek football, this time um, in this week in 1988, uh, AEL Larissa were champions of the Greek Super League or the Alpha Ethniki. Um, they're the only side till now from outside of Athens and Thessaloniki to win the league. They had a, I think it was a 1 0 win over, I don't want to lie, um, but there was a wonder goal in that game. So, Shout out to all the Larissa fans who are listening. Michael, uh, who's part of the Hellas Footy team, is a big fan of Larissa. So, um, Nico, you reckon we're going to see a team out of Athens or Thessaloniki win the league anytime soon? Nah, nah, no way. That was a blip in the radar. Fair play to them, though, because it's an outstanding achievement. You just, you look I'd at, love to see it. I'd who, love to who see could, it. Who could it, who could it be? Asteras. The only one I could be really one of those three. Sunfi, if they, nah. you know, I'm not saying now, but you know what I mean in terms of yeah. by the My, potential there. The potential is probably Orphi. Orphi, yeah. Orphi and yeah, bus. Maybe yeah, bus. Oh, Asteras, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe Asteras, like yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I don't know if uh, Bells pumps more money into Volos. Nah. Um, but yeah, it'd be maybe a credit. Yeah, off here. I can't see anyone else, especially with the, they're only getting stronger and stronger. You've got the, the clubs in Athens and the clubs in Thessaloniki now. Um, yeah. Uh, with, you know, it at least banging on the door as well. To, to pop up as well so no good on good on Larissa so that was 1988 that was what 30 odd years ago or 1990 then what is it 34 30 34 years ago yeah. showing our age I'm showing my age anyway um AEC Athens Matthias Almeida is their new coach starting from next year he signed a two plus one contract uh 1.2 million euros per annum Interestingly, though, oh. he's he's bringing six assistants. That's a circus. Uh, the fact that they look, they have large teams these days. They all do, but it it sounds like a real balls up this one by Ike. How underwhelming! New stadium, and th- and this is the no name that Melly brings in. I wonder if they've just come out and said that to sort of hype up the new season and say, "Oh, look, we've got six assistants coming in." It's a you know. This guy's the head coach. If you go have a look at his his past, the teams he's coached, he's, he's, oh, oh yeah. I, I can't see this ending well. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by the six, around, oh, the, the six assistants. Like oh. they have like a lot of it. I, I, it's an overkill, but a lot a lot of coaches go for a large uh, group. Yeah, but is he like? Are they gonna like? Are these assistants gonna be also coaching the B side? Is it like? It, it's got to be. You kind of. One probably looks after set pieces. One's an attacking coach. One's a defensive coach. One's a midfield coach. One's, one's a, like maybe the voice that runs the training sessions. One's another uh, maybe the tactics. The Kuluria coach. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the guys and gets the, the Sfinaki coach. Yeah. The Tavli coach. Yeah. The Tavli coach. The, the Mykonos holiday coach. Um, <laughs> he's, he's a 48-year-old Argentinian. He's played in for Sevilla, Lazio, Parma, Inter, Brescia, um, River Plate, uh, Argentinian, former Argentinian international. He's coached River Plate, Banfield, Guadalajara, um, San Jose Earthquakes, Quetora, Aik, Athens. So um, what did he do in his last job at San Jose Earthquakes? He had 103 games. MLS. Yeah, yeah. 100, 103 games, 33 wins, 26 draws, 44 losses. Goals, 458. Wow. Goals against yeah. 192. Win rate of 32%. He had a win rate yeah. of 40% at Guadalajara. Uh, Banfield, he had a 44%. And River Plate, he had a 48%. Um, as, a ma- as a manager, I'm just looking. He had, he had a lot of success with Guadalajara. Uh, winning the few things, Super Copa and the CONCACAF Champions League. But, Screams mediocrity to me. Yeah, look, he obviously he took a big obviously he took a big pay job at San Jose for four seasons and yeah, so well, a few Greek clubs that now have the South American coaches and yeah, and a lot of players. Yeah. It's very popular. It's becoming very popular. Look, he's, he's, I can only think he's 48. If uh, Melly opens up the uh, the checkbook, he'll have contacts. Um, it'll be interesting there. They, they need a massive season, that club, though. Um, yeah, they do. Because they're not going to be – the way they're going, they're not going to be playing any type of European football. Um, so that it'll just be season, just Greek football for them. So. That's, that's catastrophic. It, it is doing the moving into the new stadium. It, it is unfortunately. Oh, I would have thought they've they would have done. They've, they've just petered off this yeah. at the end of the, the season. Whilst we're on the topic of uh, coaches, an old uh, former Panathinaikos coach actually passed away as well uh, yes. in recent days. Ivica Osi. Yes. Uh, won won the Greek Cup with Panathinaikos in '93. Uh, he was there in the early '90s. Uh, yeah, he was because before my time uh, following the club. Yes, yeah, so, I was born actually, and yeah, all he, accounts he was highly respected. He coached Mathenaikos from '92 to '94, and he won mm. and he won two Greek cups and a super cup. So, um, yeah, rest in peace, man, Ivica Oslim, um, 1941 to 2022. So, it would have been around in his 80s, early 80s. There, yeah, so, early um, 80s, 81. Yeah, so all right, um, 
now, uh, questions, guys. I think we're at the point, end of the, the podcast here. So, sorry, I'll put the, uh, <clears throat> we put the post out very late. It's just one of those days today. Um, but we've got some, we've got a few questions here, so we'll go through them here. Um, Nico.Celtics, at Nico Leon. Hey, guys, hope you're all doing well. Nice to see you back, that's for sure. Thanks, Nico. Um, well, he didn't get back to us about where he wants to go in Greece. <laughs> he did not. Ella, Nico, get back to us today. <laughs> um, all right. If you could naturalize one non-Greek player in the Super League, who would you, who would you pick and why? All the best catches all next time. That's actually a good question. Naturalize one player in the Greek Super League right here, right now. Uh, I'm going to be biased. Yeah, be biased. So yeah. am I. We, we need wide players and goals and assists and cre- creativity, flair, Aitor. Aitor? Yep. Yeah. I'd say the same thing, George. Aitor. And the second one would have been Palacios. Yep, that's mine as well. <laughs> Aitor and Palacios, yeah. Well, I mean, I can't, I can't, uh, can't argue with that. Um, I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud here. We do. We need some. We've, we need got, some... Yeah, we've got centre-backs. We've got a keeper. We've got a left back. We could probably do with a right back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what a question. Um, we can't say Baldock what? because apparently he's Greek. Well, yeah. <laughs> he's not in the Super League. He's not in the Super oh, League. He's not in the no, Super that's, League. That's why. Oh, sorry. I, I, I yeah, thought, that's why. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Super League. You're right. right. We, we, need, we do need wingers. Um, I'm just uh, – you've pretty much now the only one I can really think of that that isn't Greek, that's uh, playing in the Greek league. Well, I'd take Aitor Palacios. Yeah, Kurtic, nah, I mean, oof. Zivkovic, yeah. Um, Zivkovic, yeah. Zivkovic, yeah. Um, I don't know. Who's, I'm just, I'm trying to think of the guy at um, uh, Orfi. What's his name? Um. Uh, John Toral, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Great question, man. You've stumped me. Sorry, Nico. <laughs> we'll probably, we'll have to come back to that question, I think, um, when the Epic Your Mother's playing or when it gets named to see what kind of discrepancies are in there. But um, it's a really interesting one there. Um, moving on, King Vasilopita. Nice uh, username there, at King Vasilopita on Twitter. Um, not a not a question, but build your ideal Greek 2024 Euro squad if they make it. King, um, we're going to talk about this in a, in a couple of weeks' time. Um, when the season's over, and we're, we're looking at the um, Nations League uh, matches. So sit tight because this is one of the uh, big topics um, that we want, to, we want to bring in and look at who we would pick based on the season that they've had um, and, pick okay, a, and pick in a side. Like, because it's, it's still a couple of years away. Like the, the yeah. core is there. Like everyone knows Simikas. If we yeah, yeah. Like Vimos, But then you, the hope is Zolis kicks on and, and yeah, well, rediscovers. That's right. So you want to hope the core players that we see that have had standout seasons now, the ones that yeah. we have expectations that are going to do decent in the next 12, 18 months as well. And so. the center halves, if they can build a partnership as well, so Panos and Khadzidiakos, that'd be nice. Yeah, so um, no, definitely King Vasilopita. We will be talking about that in, in depth coming up in um, post-season when we start talking about their thinking or mother. Um, and their matches in June, I believe. Um, four games. Four games in June. Four games, yeah, when they'll all be looking at the sun in Mykonos yeah. as well. So that scares me, really. Yeah, fraught <laughs> with danger. It is, hasn't it? Um, Warriors of Uruguay, Uruguay Heroes, at Uruguay Heroes. Um, What are your first impressions of Gus Poyet? Hadzi. I thought he was Marseille's best player against Bulk. In both leagues. Gus, 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 Gus,
he's not maybe he hopefully he doesn't take any BS from the squad. Oh, he um, speaks speaks very well. I think he ticks all the boxes. I mean, obviously the results will will dictate, you know, um, his standing as an international coach for Greece. But um, I think the early signs tell me that um, he's well, obviously he's got some good pedigree there, being some good clubs. So you know, um, the proof's going to be in the pudding, George. Yeah. yeah, still yeah. way too early to judge. Way too early. He's only had the two friendlies. Early signs are all right. He attended. He rocked up to Panathinaikos training. Mm. That's something I like. Um, yeah. Look, he's saying as Theo was saying, he's saying the right things. Uh, you know, he's not. He's not going to play players like Timikas at centre back, for example. So hopefully, he can you know get yeah, us I, into league. I think as well. But... In in contrast, I I don't um to. Uh, Van Skip didn't really take take BS either. I mean, he dropped players for fun at the end of the day. I mean, that was his thing, though. But he, yeah, he wasn't. I mean, he's tra- he wasn't transparent. I felt. Yeah, so Benchkip I don't want to say. I mean, I'm not saying that's a trait, but it's something that you look for in a coach that won't, you know, uh, tolerate, you know, at, um, different, you know, bad attitudes or anything like that. So. Um, yeah, like I say, it'll come down to the results. It's results-driven so far for me. I think um, he said the right things. He's done the right things. Um, exactly. It's only been, you know, this is a honeymoon period and it's going to well and truly finish off in a couple, in a month's time anyway. Um, look, Warriors of Uruguay, uh, he, he said the right things. So now he's got to act on what he says. And live and die by what he says. He wants to play a certain type of football. All the previous coaching um, statistics of his have shown is that his team score goals. They also concede goals. Um, but one of the biggest issues for the ethnic your mother is our lack of ability to score more than one or two goals a game. So if he can unlock that potential in our squad, um, then, you know, the sky's the limit with his opportunities that he's going to get because the, the bones of the ethnic your mother are decent. Um, there's a few iffy positions, but the bones of that side are good. So the challenge for him is getting his defence right and then also unlocking the potential in attack. You know, we're talking about Zolis and these sorts of players, Yokomakis, and getting them to connect on the field and get yeah. some goals, important goals that we'll need to, to qualify. I think that's going to be the key. Yeah, well, so... We'll see. We'll see how it all goes. Um, got a DM yeah. from um, Chris Zooms, Christian, um, at Chris Zooms. Um, hey, guys, big fan of what you do. Thank you. I live in Canada and was curious how you guys watch Super League matches and international matches. Uh, is there a certain stream, site stream that you use? Hello, Chris, Christian. Um Nah, the, we watch international matches. We, there's a there's a app that we purchase that shows international all the in, European international matches in Australia. It's too hard, unfortunately, man, to be able to know what uh, what's available in um, in Canada. But um, I'm sure some of our Canadian guys, um, I'll, I'll, I'll hook you up with a couple of the Canadian guys that that we liaise with here that should be able to help you out, um, Christian. That's it. Gentlemen, thank you. Um, been a big week. Well, big couple yeah, of weeks. Weeks. Yeah, big couple of weeks of news. So, but we've punched through it all within an hour there. So um, thanks again, everyone, for listening. We love what we do. We're back. We're going to finish off the year strong. We're going to have a little, maybe a one-week break, if that, and then we're straight into the ethnic your mother um, with heaps of things going on with that so it'll be a massive a massive month of Greek football um just when the season finishes on my personal note hopefully this time next week i'm uh singing champions of greece again with olympiakos but uh time will tell time will tell but everyone thank you for listening share the podcast with all your friends your greek friends your australian american chinese Otinane friends, just share the podcast. Someone likes Greek football in China, I'm sure. Balk has a fan base, wasn't it? Zambia. Zambian Balk fan base. That's right, yes. Remember? They, they do. That's right. They, they do, do some like um, yeah, the videos. Some YouTube videos. Yeah. So, so if anyone knows who that Zambian Balk uh, fan base is, if they've got a social media account on Twitter or Instagram, tag them. Um, get them to share our content as well. Um, 
listen to our podcast, listen to all the other Greek football podcasts as well going around. Um, we can't, we've got to share the uh, share the love for Greek football out there because there's not that many of us doing this here. So again, thank you guys. Thanks for coming on and we'll uh, do it all again next week. See you later, Hadzi. See you, Nico. Yeah. Yeah.